Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It is January 25th, 2024, and it's time for your TNA Impact post show. I am Atrial Pearl, and of course, Cresta Star is here. So why don't we get right to it? Because today, this kind of sucked. Hi, Cresta Star. How are you? Oh, wow. I mean... This wasn't like of all the shows we've had, this wasn't my favorite, but I, I, I thought it was okay. Oh, I'm not saying the show was bad. I quite enjoyed it. I'm saying the day, the news of the day, which we're not going to get into. Oh, you know what? I put that so far out of my mind. I, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm like, I enjoyed it. Am I missing something? Like, okay, not I got really. it. You're I'm good. picking up what you're putting down, but I don't think about those affairs of a deranged man. Yes, we're not going to talk about that. I just wanted to point out that tonight's show definitely gave me a lot more to enjoy compared to the rest of the day. How That's true. How are you? <sighs> I'm okay. I'm excited. I had said in a, my notes three times tonight that what a week for wrestling, seeing Adam Copeland versus Ishii in AEW, and then I got to see Okada in TNA, and I got to see Nick Nemeth versus Zachary Wentz in TNA. What timeline am I living in? Who has universe mode on? What is happening? The greatest timeline is what you got to see tonight. Honestly, what a time to be a wrestling fan. Like, this is truly the best pure chaos, and I love it. And I love that we live in a time that wrestlers can go to any company and find success and be viable. I love this. I love this. I love this. Big news of the night, of course, Kazuchika Okada makes his TNA return in a big six-man tag in our main event. I walked into that main event when I saw it live saying, Okada's going to pin Myers. I know it's coming. And then I got half of it right. I, I really too started. Sorry, Suzuki. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, Chat was letting me have it. Chat was letting me have it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I completely had forgotten that you said, yeah, you said Ishii and you meant Suzuki. It happened. Sorry, 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 sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're getting at you now. <laughs> Get on them. It's fine. It's fine. Let me have it. I mean, we all make mistakes. Thank you for educating me. That's what we're here for. If nothing else, we are educational. Uh, yeah, so you have Okada coming back to TNA. Great moment. And, of course, the big surprise at the end of the night, Mustafa Ali is going to be making his TNA debut in the near future. Now, uh, you know, we don't talk about spoilers, but I will talk about the fact that the next, I really month of tapings, they have four episodes in the can now from the tapings in Florida. Uh, Ali, listen, I'll just put, I'll put this out there. He's, I don't think he's on those. I mean, he'll probably have pre-tape promos, mm -hmm. but uh, I feel like he'll make his debut debut at no surrender 
And we'll talk a little bit about that and more, but it's exciting times for TNA. They're really starting off with a bang. Uh, you didn't see the promo, but your thoughts on Ali coming over to TNA. Honestly, this goes back to what I literally just said. What a time to be a wrestling fan. You know, Ali and TNA, I he's an asset no matter where he goes. I love his gimmick that he's running right now, his presidential campaign of the world gimmick that he's got. He's so good. He's such a good wrestler. And I'm excited to see that kind of for, that kind of gimmick in TNA because TNA is I think would eat that up with their backstage gimmick. I think um oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to use the system instead. I'm thinking about the system right now, how they're even doing it in restaurants and being kind of cheesy with it. Something like a presidential campaign. Oh my god. TNA would do it so much the right amount of sports entertainment justice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's this is uh, it's an exciting time. A lot of a lot of people were expecting Ali to show up at Hard to Kill. Of course, he was working that night, but mm-hmm. this is uh, this is expectedly unexpected, is how I'd put it. It's nice, honestly. I I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this year and where TNA is going to go. Because if this is what we're getting in January, <laughs> yes. And we'll be here on every step of the way, especially when you leave a thumbs up on the video. And of course, subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash Fightful. If you are in the audio realm, go ahead and leave us a five stars. Whether you're doing Apple or if you're on Spotify or maybe you're listening on Overcast, which is what I use for my podcast, highly recommended, by the way. Go ahead, leave a five star review because that gets your friends talking about our friends talking about your friends with our friends in our ears and your ears. Come and join the ear party. Okay. So many ears. You got super kick parties. We're talking to your parties. Are you are you okay over there? Now you're just muted. <laughs> this is great. This is great audio. Now. Yeah, you're back. Okay, is it working? Yeah, that was fantastic. <sighs> Let's get right into it. <laughs> Oh, the cross the line intro is back and I love it. I'm very happy to see the old TNA impact stuff back into the TNA fold. Let's talk about Chris Bay versus Kevin Knight. Saw it live and it ruled. Chris Bay is a Las Vegas native, so that was always going to get a good pop. And Kevin Knight sporting some new gear, looking fresh, looking good. Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees is in the crowd. And the first thing I think to myself is we couldn't spring for a Backstreet Boy. I mean, maybe you just wanted to see the show, Joel. They put him on camera. Nicholas Shea wasn't available. Joey Fatone. Jeff I didn't know. Was like, Jeff, Jeff Timmons is great. I'm like, that's great. Who who was who was Jeff Timmons in the group? Was I didn't also? know you were a boy Jeff band Jeff connoisseur. My apologies. Maybe I am. You see the guitars in the background. I didn't discriminate what play what I played. I played whatever I was paid for. I don't know who that man was, but I'm saying good on him. I'm just saying maybe he bought a ticket. Maybe he just likes professional wrestling. Joel, why are you being a heel? I'm not. I'm just asking you. I'm asking the important questions. I am a journalist here. <laughs> He's asking the hard, real questions. That's right. Put me in front of Jeff Timmons and be like, why were you there? That's crazy. He Maybe he likes professional wrestling. Wow, maybe. you're such a heel. Such a heel. Anyway, let's talk about the match. Bay gets the win with a huge finesse with the win. What do you think of this whole thing? Kevin Knight looked amazing. I, like I was saying in the crossover, he looked jacked. Like, holy crap, he put in the work. I also liked the logo on the ring. I don't know. It gives me like a UFC MMA, like a big fight feel. I really liked it. Overall, this match was amazing. The backside pin um, on Bay from Knight was really nice. And that transition into um, the elbow on the spine tonight was really good. I thought this match is always... Not always, sorry. I'm crazy tonight. I don't know what's happening. Everything is off. My brain is off, okay? I thought this match was great. You guys should watch it. They've had a great chemistry from before. I'm the one who's supposed to be off because I do a morning show, and here I am, (laughs) 10.30 at night when I'm normally sleeping. Here we are. I work seven days a week, Joel. (laughs) Someone in the comments will be like, oh, they're complaining about their real life. Uh, We're shooting over here. (laughs) Anyway, let's get to the post-match 
grizzled young veterans come out. They take out Ace of Bays and they hit Faye with grit your teeth. And they hold those big old tag team titles above their head. And backstage, they cut a promo about being number one, being disrespected by being put in the four-way tag team match at Hard to Kill. Uh, out comes Sentino Morella, of course. He's being serious. I give him that. Still has the accent. At least he isn't calling them like the, I don't know, the, the grizzled veterans of young or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace of Bay show up and security keeps them at bay. And then Santino announces a best of three series for the tag titles. And it starts next week. Uh, I have a feeling, Crest is star call me crazy that the third match in this series may happen at uh, i don't know no surrender which is the next big event for tna uh what do you think of this whole thing gyv and ace of bay is about to tie up for a little while i don't hate it however as much as i love abc i could see grizzly young veterans taking it off of them and i wouldn't hate it i wouldn't hate it these are great teams but i think Grizzly Young Veterans talked about it in their single promo, too, when they say our resume speaks for itself. We don't wait in line. We've beaten everybody in Europe, and we've come to do the same. And I think it'd be great for Ace of Base to drop the title for a while, if you know what I mean. And I think this is a good team to drop it to. If they're sticking around, absolutely. If they're in and then they're out, I'm not so big on that. But we'll see what they do. I like the idea. I like the idea of doing a best of three with these guys and really showing off what kind of work they can do. Uh, NYU is 99 saying Joel Pearl turning up the heel heat to 98 <laughs> degrees. God bless. Hey, you can donate a super chat, any amount, get your questions, save me right in the air. And of course, it supports us here. Uh, by the way, if you want, you can also donate a Humper Chat over at humperchats.com, Crest the Star. Reboot your brain and tell them how. Ladies and gentlemen, you can take your fingers, whether you're using your phone or your keyboard, type in humperchat.com. Any dollar amount will get your comment or question read on air and you can say Cresta why is your brain off tonight or Joe Pearl why are you being a heel we'll read it live on air we get to keep a little bit more we're happy Sean Rossap is happy Decepticons are happy humperchats.com ding tell us in the uh, in the comments below who was your favorite boy band huh? how about that um my favorite boy band honestly Old Town I oh yeah care. Butterfly kiss? No, that was that them. No, um, yeah. was that come my lady? You're my butterflies. No, Old Town was Liquid Dreams. I oh. dream about a girl who's a mix of destiny <laughs> exposed in 4K. Hello, <laughs> people saying NSYNC. There you go. Uh, speaking of boy bands, uh, Ash by Elegance. She is a teardrop, shimmering and incandescent as it falls. Her form is perfect and complete, alluring in its movements, its mystery, its magnificence. She is a deluge, an ocean, undeniable, irresistible, unforgettable. She is ash by elegance. What in the Calvin Klein commercial? Yeah, it's what we are. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm giving peace a chance. I'm going to wait till I see it because every time I get down on a promo, TNA impact has a habit of proving me wrong. So I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to let it play out. She's got her debut match coming up. It's going to be either next week or the week after. It looks like it's going to be a really solid intro for Ash live. This presentation is so over the top. And it's so corny, but it's so perfect for what we're doing that I kind of want to see it. I think these promos are so, they're so stupid in the best way. You know what I mean? Where you see it and you're just like, it's crusty with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. You're like, what the hell was that? That's what we're dealing with. With Ash by Elegance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a fair assessment. That's why I said I'm gonna let it play out because for me, it's like you said, it's right on that razor's edge of this is corny and what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I can't. I, I don't want to look, but I can't look away. Yeah, like what are you doing over there? And psh, you not gonna give me? That's where I'm at. I, that's where I'm at. <laughs> and it's it's even fun, like because like Ashley is she's a beautiful woman mm-hmm. so like you do you want to watch and you want to see but at the same time you hear this overdub of this guy with a deep male voice just doing <laughs> the thing and you just can't help but watch because you're rubbernecking like oh she's so pretty but god that's so corny is this a wrestling promo or am i watching a wrestling cologne ad? like it, it's it's borderline genius and i have to let it play out because 
I have a feeling this is going to be better than I expected because the Joe Hendry things almost got me too. So, <laughs> Speaking of Joe Hendry, while he wasn't on the show, they go back to Frankie Kazarian and he's like, hey, next week I'll talk about my actions and what I did to Eric Young and why it's my time. And then Rich Swan walks in and confronts him. And Kaz is like, no, nah, I took matters into my own hands and judging by your loss record, you should probably do the same. Swan's like, yeah, yeah, GTFO. And then AJ Francis walks in, who of course has some issues with Joe Hendry of himself. And he says, uh, you know, I should be in your corner when you face Joe Hendry next time. I'll upgrade you to first class. I'll be your dude. I'll be your dog. And Swan's like, nah, no thanks. And walks away. I don't hate where this is going. I like that Rich Swan is getting a little bit of character development out of this. And that AJ Francis and Swan supposedly have a background and a history. This was cool. What do you think of this whole transition? Kazarian, Francis, and Rich Swan. What did Rich Swan do to get disrespected twice in one backstage promo when Frankie Kazarian said, judging by your loss record, maybe you should do the same. I was like, Rich Swan was just trying to be a friend to you because you're kind of being a jerk right now. And you just really shot him in the knee. And then AJ Francis, who... I see it in chat too, but that's all I kept thinking is the cheese champ came out and was like, you're still riding in the back of the plane. And you can say what you want about me, but I'm the cheese champ. But what are you the champ of? <laughs> you're still in the back of the plane. I was like, damn, all Rich Swan is trying to do is be a friend of the forest. And you guys are just really letting him have it for no reason. He's not even a heel. He didn't even do anything. Uh, we got a super chat earlier from the ROH post show. I'm just going to read it now. It says, I'm sorry, Adam Cole, like SP3 says, leave the memories alone. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Will Chisholm, for the super chat. I want to make sure that that got in there. I'll pass mm. it to SP3 so we can have a good laugh as well. Uh, yeah, I like where this is going. I like that AJ Francis is being uh, put into a story that's not just him versus Joe Henry. It's him and Rich Swan and Joe Henry. When they when they taped the explosion match mm -hmm. for Joe Henry and Rich Swan, I was like, what are we doing here? What's the point of this? And I like that they're growing on this. Don't ask me where explosion is airing because it certainly has not taken over the uh, BTI that no longer airs on the TNA uh, YouTube channel. So if someone wants to tell me where Explosion's airing internationally, I will be all ears. Probably won't be able to watch it because I don't have cable, but I'm still listening. I'll probably I'll just inquire. I could just ask TNA about it. But anyway, not important. Uh, let's move on. Dirty Dango and Oleg Prudius take on Damian Drake and Dante King. This Crest of Star was high comedy. It was stupid as hell, but I loved it. Dirty Dango on his phone the entire time while Prudius just beats the brakes off of these two guys. And then Dango comes in, ends his phone call, gets the pin and the win. Great bit. This works. And it's so stupid. And I think you disagree. <laughs> no, that is the face of, you are absolutely right. This match was the best stupid. I didn't even write that other young man's name down. All I got is Damian Drake. I couldn't even tell you who the other man was. The fact that <laughs> that's a dirty dangle the whole time was like this on his phone to just get in and be like yeah all right hold on let me get this in squish squash is what i have for the finish which is kind of sad it was a nice showcase for oleg prudius i guess you know but he doesn't get paid by the hour you know not at all he comes in just does his thing dango's getting ready for his next big acting thing i don't know he just hates professional wrestling something that we can all feel today Professional wrestling sucks. Just the worst. And oh God, God bless God bless Alpha Bravo matching his vest and his <clears throat> pants with his shoes. Oh, and his hat. Come on. So late 90s, early 2000s. I loved it. That guy. You want to talk about boy bands? Alpha Bravo should be in a boy band with that, with that fit. Ain't nothing but a heart. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a Bravo thing, okay, is what that is. This man is a marketing genius. I'm a lot of things. I don't know about that. Knockouts World Championship on the line. Trinity gets a rematch contractually as it is against Jordan Grace. I think in some ways this was better than their hard-to-kill match. I think in some ways this was presented differently. They obviously went shorter time because it's television. You only got mm -hmm. you know, six mm -hmm. to eight minutes versus a pay-per-view where you can go double that. But I think they just they got their stuff in. They did it quick. They went home. Uh I said this on Twitter and I, I stand by it. I think Trinity, the, the two things, Trinity, Naomi, whatever you want to call her, as she starts to potentially move over to WWE, the two things that she's worked her hardest at and it shows is selling and her transitions. And when she transitions into Starstruck, they've gotten so crisp and so smooth. 
that cannot be understated. She has come a very long way. She does not win the match, of course, because we know what's happening. Uh, I This is not a write-off because afterwards, Giselle Shaw shows up with the entourage. They knock out both Trinity and Grace. Shaw hits the denouement on Trinity and then poses with that big red X that she wanted hard to kill. Uh, let's talk about the match, Crest. So what do you think about the Knockouts World Championship match? I want to say I loved Trinity and Impact. If there was any doubt that she couldn't work or she couldn't do anything, I really feel like she proved everybody wrong. This match was stiff. I I got to say, Trinity was working real stiff tonight. I, I thought I'd never say that about Trinity. To me, she's more of a smooth operator, kind of more of a technician. But tonight she was like, after this handshake, it was go. I give her respect. I also got to shout out this... Um, this superplex into the juggernaut bomb for only two. And that was so crazy because after that, she did a full Nelson on Grace, a full Nelson pop-up butt bomb, but it was still only two. I wanted Trinity to win so bad, but I did see it on Twitter that she was leaving and whatever it is. So I'm hoping wherever she goes, they treat her with the same respect that TNA treated her because she's so good. She's so good. And I think that there's no doubt the resume speaks for itself. The only person who pinned her twice is the champion. And that's not a bad way to go out. Yeah, exactly. She only went with two singles losses so far on her TNA career. I, I, again, I, we don't give spoilers here, but she was promoted for the T the TNA tapings in Orlando. So they have happened. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but she was promoted as part of it. So Trinity is going to be back on the show. It's not, this wasn't her final appearance. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned that super flex into the juggernaut jackhammer that almost looked rough. It looked like they were about to have some issues with that because Jordan had to pick up Trinity up to that jackhammer. And it looked like she almost had trouble with it. And the landing looked like it was going to be bad, but no, they pulled it out and everything looked good. The full Nelson bomb was great because Jordan Grace goaded Trinity into it. Just, you know, how badly do you want it? And she picks mm -hmm. her up and gets it. And then I like the finish. It's a really weird finish that works because they're trading these one count back and forth. They do that spot, which I don't normally like it, but I like that Trinity turns it into starstruck. And then Jordan Grace turns that into the reversal and the pin that gets her the victory that worked for me because yeah. normally I hate those one and then back one and then back one. And that, that it just gets kind of silly. And it's just like, by the time it ends, they do the standoff and the crowd is just like, yeah, they clap and they appreciate it. But this was a good way to finish the match because it looked like it, it kind of came out of nowhere when in reality it didn't, it was, it was a good spot. I liked it. Yeah, no, I agree with that because in this in this way, I feel like it protects Trinity just a little bit saying that if she had not reversed it and pinned you, she would have tapped out. That's my mindset thinking to it. Yeah, totally agree. Josh Alexander is backstage. He's happy because he's had some good days and some good victories. He's winning matches against Alexander Hammerstone. He's winning matches against Will Ospreay last week. And then he's like, oh, everything's coming up, Josh Alexander. And then his little brother, Alan Angel, shows up and invites him onto his new talk show. The sound check. You can't tell me they don't look like brothers. I mean, the, the bald head and the beard. And I'm the already having a rough night, show. please. Come on. <laughs> you can't. Come on. They look like brothers. I will say it was giving very kid brother the overall promo. Look at them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you have the bitch? You can't tell me. That's, a, that's like mom told me you have to bring me to the movies with your friends. And Josh is just like, fine. Thanks, bro. That is very much that. I will, I, I will, I will say that is very much that. That is very much. Come on, you have to come to my new show. You, you say you play guitar, my band, and we're gonna have a band jam. Come on, please. <laughs> so Alan Angels has a new talk show. It's called the Sound Check, which is apropos because Angels is basically like the roadie that nobody's paying attention to. Check one, two, one, two, check one, two check one two and then he walks off the stage i like alan angels we've been talking about having a new gimmick for him the 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 nickelback one got stolen by joe hendry so now we gotta find a new one for him joe you're on fire tonight you are on fire tonight <laughs> i'm tired too that's, that's 
this is a very serious uh, post show, y'all. Very serious. If you're here for a serious TNA post show, we're not it. We're going to have fun with it. But like, we'll tell you when things weren't great. And there was stuff that I didn't exactly love. But the, this this is fine. Again, Josh Alexander is a man without a plan right now. He's he's not going after any championship. He ultimately wants to go after the TNA world title, but he knows that he's got to build his way back up. And so what do you do between now and then? You have him beat just you have him beat guys and look good doing it. And that's what Josh does. And then eventually he'll get his title match. But for now, he, he's he's already hot, but you got to heat him back up. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it doesn't hurt, I think, Alan Angels to either get beat up or lose or even get mentored because we, we're assuming that Alan Angels is going to do some shenanigans and Josh Alexander is going to beat him up. Let's say he doesn't. Let's say he actually mentors him and says, yo, what are you doing? You could be better than this. Who knows where it could go? I'm sports entertained. I do like the little brother aspect. Now that you've said it, I can't unsee it. But in my notes, literally, I wrote, um, he got punked on to be into a show. And it was given, come on, be on my show, please, please, please. Yeah, it was perfect. And It was great. You know, inevitably, it's going to end up with Nick Nemeth versus Josh Alexander. That is Because, again, Nemeth's whole trajectory to the world title is him facing off against, you know, the low card to build. They're building him to the title match whenever that happens. And Josh Alexander is inevitable. And they could be building Josh to lose to Nick Nemeth. And that's okay because they clearly see something in Nemeth. We're about to talk about Nick Nemeth versus Zachary Wentz. Let's just get to it right now. He's going to beat Zachary Wentz. This is actually Nemeth's first match outside of WWE. I know that he did the, the match in Puerto Rico. This match was taped before that. So this match was actually his first match outside of WWE. Match was fine. I'm going to say right now, I hope that he tries some new moves, some new transitions, adds to his arsenal. I felt like I was still watching Dolph Ziggler. And that's not a bad thing because Nick Nemeth, as Dolph Ziggler, was a really good wrestler. I want Nick Nemeth to be a little bit different and just do something, just, just something different. Something that's not danger zone. Call it the knickknack, please, for love Christ. He gets the win. And uh, there was some good stuff. The full Nelson inside out slam from Wentz also looked very good. I want you to talk about this match a little bit. Nemeth and Wentz. So I'm not that well-versed in Nick Nemeth formerly. Um, not because I have knickknacks stuck in my head. Damn it, Joel. Joel <laughs> Ziggler. Formerly Dolph Ziggler. I'm not that well-versed in his matches because I'm a little newer to wrestling or while watching it. And when he was in WWE, he was there with it should have been me. And then I feel like he was gone for a while. Dirty dogs. And then it was then he was gone. So I like this match, actually. <laughs> I just I also wrote too, it's kind of wild seeing Nick Nemeth in, in TNA versus Zachary Wentz. When you see it, Adam Copeland this week, too. It's it's crazy. It's a good time to be a fan. Um I do agree that the danger zone should be the knickknack now. That's all I'm thinking about. That Joel, you're on fire, but I don't know. I, why didn't you? Why you thought it was okay? If you don't mind me asking. Why do I think the match was just okay? Yeah. Because these two are really good at doing the moves. These two are really good at, at having a match. I felt like I watched the Dolph Ziggler match when okay. you had Nick Nemeth last week talk about how he's trying to be himself and he's never been anyone but Dolph Ziggler and he's trying to get used to being Nick Nemeth. Now, this could be that he eventually transforms his moveset in little ways to make himself a little different and that he's just now trying to shed, shed whatever this is. It's not ring rust, but we'll call it ring rust for the sake of argument. And I then he kind of built from there. If this is, if that's the story that they end up telling, then I'm going to look back and say, okay, I get it. But if it's still going to be Nick Nemeth, but he's wrestling the same style that he did as Dolph Ziggler, uh, like move for move, transition for transition, then I'm not as invested. I just want to see something a little different, a little building on. I get what you mean. Cause Trinity was definitely different from Naomi. Yeah, you get it. And there were a little, and when, when she, she came in and she started doing stuff like Starstruck was a new finish mm -hmm. for her. We're still doing the zigzag. We're just calling it the knickknack for all intents and purposes. I don't care what you call it on the show, Tom Hannafin. It's called the danger zone. No, it's called the knickknack now. That's free. That's so free. That's And it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Why wouldn't you call? Anyway, uh, post-match, Trey McGill tries to attack Nick Nemeth and he gets hit with the knickknack. And then out comes Steve Macklin. Macklin tries to attack Nemeth. He goes for KAA and then Nemeth hits Macklin again 
with the knickknack. So uh, this was a uh, knickknack paddywhack. Give the dog a bone. That's a great finisher. If you're in a duo, it could be knickknack paddywhack. And if you're in a trio, knickknack paddywhack. Give a dog a bone. <laughs> Subculture, we're coming back, baby. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. They're going to do Miguel versus Nemeth next. And again, we're, we're building. And I, I like that this is... Uh, that this is building Nemeth. This is this is match by match. She's going to go mm. up the card and eventually, because again, Zachary Wentz is a former TNA tag team champion uh, or Impact World tag team champion. Trey Miguel is a former tag team and X division champion. Macklin, who's presumably coming up at No Surrender, that is a former world champion. So there is there are layers that are being built for Nemeth to go up the card and make sense of his story as he tries to go for the TNA world title. That works for me, but I hope that he just kind of changes up and down and does some stuff differently. I was a little surprised that Macklin didn't get the upper hand on this. Same. I thought that was a little weird that he got hit with the knickknack afterwards. But I don't hate it. Yeah, no, it keeps um, it keeps Nick Nemeth strong. Yeah, because you don't want to come in and immediately make him look like an idiot just because he got you know beat down by the heel right after the match. I mean, on the one hand, I wouldn't hold it against him because he did just get jumped by two guys and then another guy came out and jumped him. So I wouldn't hate it too, too bad, but it's like, okay, it keeps him strong. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. But uh, this was, again, match was fine. Post-match built exactly as it should. Crazy mm-hmm. Steve with the circus promo. Now, for those who don't remember, Crazy Steve, when he was brought in about almost 15 years ago to TNA, he was a circus clown. He was a sad clown. They're starting to kind of bring that around, but give him the deranged circus clown look that he has today. And he kind of had a circus clown promo where he's saying he doesn't need to listen listen to anybody anymore. Doesn't need to listen to Tommy Dreamer. He beat Tommy Dreamer. He's got the digital media championship. And then in walks Rhino. And I love that when Rhino walks in, all the effects are gone. We're back to just regular shooting. And then right after the little scuffle that Rhino and Steve get into, the camera effects come back. Because Crazy Steve is in his head. He's crazy right this is it's good stuff there's some good visual storytelling going on what do you think of the crazy steve promo i did like how when rhino came in he was like hey what do you do i love a good fourth wall breaking it was great um crazy steve delivering a crazy promo saying i don't need to listen to anybody i hope rhino doesn't get forked oh that sounds horrible but i hope he doesn't get forked but i think this is going to be crazy steve's gimmick going forward and also Zooming out a little bit and talking about the Decay promo later on, I would love to see Decay at large come back as this ultra-violent group because I feel like the pieces are there. If we if Black Taurus comes back and he just starts being a menace, I want to see what happens there. Not saying they all got to be together and compete together like a tag team or whatever, but I think there is something there for this like new invigorated ah kind of group because three of them out of the four hold gold. Well, let's get right to it then, Decay. They explain their return to the Dark Realm and their return to Decay. I'll be honest, 
I didn't love the explanation. I think they just kind of they just kind of flimsied it and just kind of yeah breezed through it. I'm willing to give it a little bit because it's a reset. Mm -hmm. I can hope for more developments. That being said, when they did it just now, I was like, okay, the set design is really cool. The black and white and the crazy again. The the is it the dark realm? Is it purgatory? Whatever this is, that was cool. But the explanation was just kind of lacking. And this was something you and I talked about going coming out of the hard to kill post show. We're like, we got to have some sort of storyline explanation as to how they became decay again. And Jessica Havoc being like, you know, I got beat so bad it forced me into it. It's like, that's what happened the first time. So what are are we just, we're just recanting or what are we doing? Honestly, I decided to hit it with the, this is wrestling. If this is the answer you're going to give me, you hit me with the, I'm not explaining myself. No further questions. And I just got to accept that because whatever I'm going to look for, I'm never going to get it. So you said they were useless meat sacks until you guys were ready. That's what I have to go with until you use them again. All right. Plot twist. Yep, exactly. And and again, to your point, Crazy Steve and Decay having a little bit of a, maybe not a reunion, but maybe some sort of interaction. I'd be fine mm-hmm. with that. I would like to see that. I'd like to see them cross each other on the stage or cross each other backstage and just be like, nice to see you and again the way that that ended was a little strange so you got to button that up as well or just have them be like respectfully respectful in a way yeah no i get what you're saying because i'm also thinking again long term you have a faction like the system wouldn't it be nice to have another counter faction as their first feud yeah well i mean in this case you've got two well not that this really matters in tna but like you've got two women and one man versus three guys and a girl I mean, I'm sure somebody else can get ooky kooky, you know, with them. Who I'm sure I'm sh- this is TNA. I'm sure. My God, Undead Realm Rhino, let's go. PCO. That, come on now. <laughs> Look at his new gimmick. He gets wheeled out every week. No, they, they keep doing it. I keep, I'm telling you, it's part of his contract. He, every time that he comes out, he has to be resuscitated to wrestle. It's like Festus, okay, for, for those who for those who remember Festus. He comes out, just totally dead-eyed, tongue out, bell rings, super wrestler. That's what PCO is. Comes out, they bring out the Chargers, bzz, he's back to life. PCO lives and he's a wrestling machine. And then he inevitably tries to off himself because he hates his body. And then he oh. comes back because the DNR does not exist in TNA. Welp, I think PCO fits in. Whatever I was going to say just left because you are a clown. You should be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> None of us do. It's called adulthood. <laughs> oh, sorry about it. Hey, uh, MK Ultra is making you feel a certain way against Jody Threat and Danny Luna. I'm, I'm a big fan of the team of Jody Threat and Danny Luna, not just because they have two different hairstyles and colors, but also because they are real life BFFs. That's what Jody had talked to us about on In the Weeds before Hard mm-hmm. to Kill. Uh, MK Ultra, though, they're reestablishing themselves as a heel tag team because people were getting really excited over MK Ultra in multiple different ways, but now they're going to reassert themselves as top top heels in the TNA knockouts division the tag division uh this was a good match what do you think of this i I wouldn't say great match but this was a solid match i was worried that they were going to break them up the moment they lost the title and i saw shades of that in this match with the miscommunication with the pump kick to the face and i was like okay please don't do that because i think right now if you put masha and you if you break them up i think the only way for masha to go is back into the main event scene and for right now let things get settled I think there's more for MK Ultra to do. Ultimately, is what I'm saying. Plus, they have a contractual rematch somewhere in the um in the wings, waiting to come. So this match itself was good. There was a nice snap suplex, nice snap suplex on Danny Luna. Say that four times fast. Um, um, I don't know. I too have felt things, and this match was fantastic. Yeah, it's good enough. The double brain. It's like a power bomb brain buster. They're finished. they don't have a name for it. They haven't, at least not that I've come across. And it's so ugly, but it's so effective. I, I, yeah, okay. I could, yeah, it is. I'm trying to justify because, you know, I love wrestling. So I like everything. I, I truly like everything. And y'all think I'm like, oh, she just didn't know. I truly like everything because I love wrestling. But I'm trying to say, like, 
Say something nice. Nah. <laughs> I like wrestling, man. <laughs> it's, it's, no, but uh, but I don't think that uh, I don't think liking wrestling and being honest about your feelings towards something is is a negative thing. I think that if you're being constructive in your criticism, it's good. So when I say like it looks like they're dropping someone on their head, that's it's not a bad. That was not you shouldn't be dropping people on their head. They make it look that way, and that's okay. If the match ain't for me, then the match ain't for me. But in this case, the match was fine because we're also starting to get MK Ultra again as this dominant heel faction or team. And Jody Threat and Danny Luna are just on their journeys now as a tag team. Mm-hmm. They're facing former tag champions. It makes sense that they would go down very quickly. Uh, Kelly walking over Jody Threat to do that pose. Oh, that was so disrespectful. And then post match, they attack Luna and Threat and they drop Luna this time. So the, again, you have. These two reasserting themselves. They're upset that they lost the tag titles. They want to beat everyone on their way to winning knockouts tag team gold. I want them to get their contracted rematch. I would like them to lose and reestablish themselves. I think there is enough women right now where there, if there's more tag teams that can form, the Shah Taraj doesn't look like it's going anywhere. You know, let people... Let it reset because we're at a great place to reset, you know. So I like to see I would like to see. I think they're a great tag team together. Please don't break them up. For me personally. No, I get it. I don't think they're going anywhere. I don't think either team is going anywhere because in the ter- in the form of Luna and Threat, this is another knockouts tag team that need to go for the tag titles. They they are the, the low card right now on the knockouts tag division in a division that needs more teams. And doesn't necessarily need more people going after the Knockouts World Championship just yet. Agreed. Hard agree on that. Yeah. And then, of course, Luna and Threat can work separately as well and have singles matches. They've shown that. That's how they originally started. So there, there's good cross-section. I like that these two are working together. And I like that these two can still do singles matches uh, against anyone else. So I'm looking forward to how that plays out. It also keeps Jody Threat away from the Redhead Vortex. <laughs> My God, everyone's a redhead. Except for the hard to kill match. She was very excited that she was the only uh, redhead in the match. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who's another redhead. I was like, Kylan King. I was like, oh, there are a lot of redheads. Wait and Kylan King is out. She's injured. She has a torn ACL. She'll be out for almost a year, she said. Oh, wow. I hope she gets well soon. Holy cow. Those suck. Yes, they do. It's unfortunate. And we do wish her well because it sucks to someone who was on the ascent like that goes down with an injury like that so mm-hmm. we're hoping the best for kylan king hope she's doing well hope yeah. she's uh hope she's uh, on the mend very quickly next week nick nemeth takes on trey miguel kazarian speaks he's gonna say i did it for the rock i did it for the people brian myers and kevin knight are gonna go one-on-one and gyv versus ace of bays part one of three uh it's gonna be a good night it's gonna be a good show let's get to the main event. very traditional six-man tag the most traditional of six-man tags, Motor City Machine Guns, and the returning Kazuchika Okada take on the system. TNA champion Moose, Brian Myers, and Edward Edwards. And of course, Lish is there. Uh, she looks great. Everyone looks great. Everyone, everyone's happy. Everyone. Anyway, this match was shot after the Alexander Osprey match. So I can tell you from experience, I did not expect the crowd to be super hot. They eventually did, but it started a little slowly. The big moment was Okada coming out. People were super jazzed for that. Uh, Okada doesn't get the win, but he does hit the Rainmaker. That leads to Shelly getting the pin on Myers, who was going for the roster cut, got cut off. Shelly pins Myers, gets the win. What do you think of the match, Crest Star? Let's talk about it. F the system, by the way. Those chants. Good for you, Vegas. Vegas got it right. What a time to be a wrestling fan. Okada and TNA. And shout out to TNA for acknowledging that Okada was like, yo, this place sucks. I hate this place. I never want to come back. And see that I ain't spoke about it. And maybe at the time we might, you know, we might have sucked. Also, I do remember, I think it was last week, or maybe it was the week prior, we had discussed why make moves champion. And I think this is a perfect example why. That whole stable is a bunch of heels that we all collectively are like, F those guys. So no matter what happens to them, we don't care. We want them to lose. In this situation, you have Okada on the enemy team who Animus obviously cannot lose. And Moose is on the other team. Who's your world champion who obviously can't lose? What have you done, TNA? 
unless he's on a team with Eddie Edwards, who's a jerk. Alicia Edwards, who was outside yelling, Eddie, get him! She was... I love she is obnoxious and I love it. This is the best, all of them, in my opinion. Someone who is a Eddie Edwards hater for free, for free. I think this is the best obnoxious iteration of him. This is peak, like, yo, shut up. This is good. This whole the system just works. It's just the system. This is what honor no more, I feel like could have been. Cause I feel like all these guys were in honor no more too. Like well, Myers wasn't. Moose wasn't. It was just Edwards. Oh, my God. Eddie Edwards, again, I hate him for free. But this is kind of good. I got to tell you. This is kind of good. <laughs> this, this is more than good. I F the system. I think you nailed it on the head right at the top. The system, these three guys and Lish are not, they're not in between with the with, with TNA fans. They are bad guys. They are heels through and through. D- people are not cheering for them, no matter what they do. There is no space in which they'll be like, oh, but I kind of like them. They do the moves. Da, da. No, they are very traditional heel team, and they have a stupid name, like, by design. It's not, you know, the, the calling them the system. It's it's silly. It's stupid. But, like, they think that this is trust the system. And they, it's hokey, but it works. It's the right It's the right thing to do. Uh, Musa and Okada doing a stare down unexpected and but they were the two biggest guys in the match so you had to do the stare down and it looked good you know moose is the champion okada is the guy who was originally you know wronged by tna during his excursion from new japan pro wrestling this worked the double dragon leg screw twist from motor city machine guns to edward edwards is good stuff that's always fun but really, at the end of the day, this was a very traditional six-man tag match. Okada spent a lot of the time on the floor until he got that hot tag. And, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the match was very Motor City Machine Guns against Moose and Myers. Uh, Myers and Edwards, I should, I should say. And then they did the zoom out. This was my thing. Everyone got really excited because they did the camera zoom out when Okada does the pose where, you know, he does that. It was very awkwardly shot or edited. I don't know what happened. Just someone, however the edit went, it just, it was very weird. But you know what? They did it. Okada is back in TNA. They did post the exclusive, the, uh, the the Okada talking to the crowd after the match. I had posted that originally when it when it happened. I kind of forced TNA's hand. I'm sorry. It's extra content. I didn't actually do it, but uh, it's been out there since the taping. He's 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 happy to be back. He was happy for his experience. Clearly, that means Kazushika Okada is going to be joining TNA. He's signing the deal, baby. No, probably not. I mean, listen. I will always campaign for the betterment of TNA because I think there is nothing wrong with people having a place, three options, not just two, and a place where you feel like you can be your most creative self. I love TNA now. I'm not ashamed. So if Okada did, I'm like, walk the children in nature. Think about what that would do for TNA. It'd probably do nothing for you personally, but you could do so much. You know what I mean? Like, that's just me. That's just me. But I already know you got children to feed, places to go. Yeah. And of course, the Marvel finish. Ali is coming. Mustafa Ali is making his way to TNA. Ryan Ben sent a super chat earlier saying, Imagine TNA gives us Okada and Ali before AEW. Wow. Well, we don't know where either man are, is going to or planning to go. Okada has literally been talked about by everybody in any way. And the idea mm-hmm. right now is that he is no nowhere bound and nobody knows everyone thinks he's going one place but he could be going another so we don't know and then ali's coming ali versus akata can you believe what a timeline bro who put on universe mode we are eating good is it thanksgiving it's it's the beginning of 2024 and i'm afraid to say i'm hopeful but i'm hopeful i'm hopeful you never know what could happen I don't think they'll do Ali Okada, but it's nice to see that both men have made their way into TNA and they're going to do their thing. Uh, just like you can do your thing over at FightfulSelect.com, the best five bucks in the business. I got so wrapped up in the rest of our conversation that I forgot to give you all of that information. Rumble scoops, we're already posting them. We already dropped one. It's a spoiler, so if you don't want spoilers, don't 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 read that. But we've got plenty of other content coming for you. The, uh, the Sports Illustrated report that dropped yesterday and then has since been updated. We had plenty of reactions from those within WWE in a report there. A lot of extra podcasts, a lot of extra special content. We'll have a Royal Rumble pre-show dropping over on Fightful Select. Best five bucks in the business. And of course, 
we got we got you covered for AEW news. We got you covered for TNA news. If something's going on in the world of wrestling, guess where they go? They go to FightfulSelect.com. Best five bucks in the business. You know? You know? You know. I'm excited for next week. I'm excited for TNA. Things are going well. I almost looked up flights to Windsor, Ontario, Crescent Star. I feel like we've talked about one of these places in Ontario or Canada where you were like, this place kind of sucks. Yeah, it's Hamilton. Ham- don't ever okay, go to Hamilton. never mind. Sorry, oh. Windsor. I almost confused you with Hamilton. I don't know that place. So. Windsor's, Windsor's not great either, but like Windsor's like where Can-Am Dojo is. It's where Scott Demore is. I think it's, it's, their, it's their, their place for now. Anyway, listen, the flight is 350 bucks. Probably not happening. Unless one of y'all send like a $300 super chat right now. But, uh, you know, I could take the train. Train's four hours. It's 100 bucks. Could do that. Go see Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost Valentine's Day. Wouldn't you love for Valentine's Day to send your Valentine, Joel Pearl? <laughs> how cute. How adorable. Look at him. That's Look me. at those glasses. Adorable. That's the star. What you got going on? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be a collision post show this Sunday, 12 p.m. Eastern. Myself and the lovely lyric is going to be doing the collision post show because if we tried to do the at if we tried to do the collision post show while the Royal Rumble was going on, that's <laughs> not happening. All right, every Wednesday you can catch me over on Twitch or TikTok at Crescent Star. We watch everything AEW. I unfortunately stream on that day because my muggle job has me in a chokehold like Kane. If that sounded like a lot. Go to Twitter or X. Um, my link tree is in the bio. I'm sorry. My, blame, my brain blue screened for a second. Joel Pearl, please. I need to go to sleep. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i easy to find. I am at Joel Pearl. J-O-E-L-P-A-R-L. I get in the weeds every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern until noon Eastern over on Fightful Overbooked. That's our sister channel. Myself and Jeremy Lambert will be live Friday morning, as we always are. Plenty in the world to talk about. I got to go set up that stream. So until then, ladies, gentlemen, friends, beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.